So you made an interesting, also known as unboring, video. Great stuff, go you. But now it is time to master marketing that video. By the way, if you're not sure what I meant by unboring video, just check out episode one in series two, just the last episode back, which was uh, all about unboring videos. But thank you for joining me today. If this is your first time listening, welcome, welcome, welcome. And if you're back for more, then I think that means you found the content really helpful, which is awesome. And I'm really pleased. So thanks again for joining me. The team at Moonshine Agency and myself were all about making great, unboring communications content and specifically videos because we're video nerds. It's what we do and we love it. And we want to help you find enormous success in your own videos. So if that's what you're trying to do, you are definitely in the right place. And today's topic is how to master video marketing. And the whole idea of video marketing is bound to kick up some questions. So let me just list off a few. First sort of things that you might be thinking about are, where will people see my video? How will my video get views? And what search terms should I use to make sure my audience find my video? And that will lead you to asking things like, should I put my video on Instagram? Should I share it to Twitter? Facebook Well, you know, it is a little on the nose these days, but there are 1.9 billion people on Facebook every single day. So perhaps you might be thinking about putting a video there too. And also LinkedIn, they've recently released a report that said there are nearly 600 million daily users now. The just mind-boggling amount of people using the platform on any given day. So should you be publishing your video there? Also, okay, that's a lot to think about and you might be thinking, okay, can you just stop with the questions because, you know, I get it, it's a lot and these are the questions we actually ask ourselves here at Moonshine Agency all the time, particularly when we're about to release new content. But we really want to make sure our videos, like you, we want to know that, you know, they're going to get watched because you're putting a huge amount of time into producing the videos and it's pretty sad when they rack up three or four views on YouTube. Uh, so if you're dreaming of oodles and oodles of watch hours, you've definitely come to the right place today because in this post I am going to be sharing the three things you need to get on top of if you want to master video marketing and make sure your video has the greatest impact possible. So I'm going to jump straight in. Video marketing with versioning. Ah, versioning. It is the ultimate in multitasking for videos. Trust me. But you're probably thinking, what on earth does that mean? Well, let's just say you've got a 10-minute video sitting on your YouTube channel. You've slaved over it for weeks, given it endless thought to your audience, your message, your call to action. You've got it all going on and then you hit publish And it's been live for three weeks now and you've only had 14 views and you're a little suspicious that 12 of those were actually yourself. Yes, it's hard. So what is a video marketer to do to ensure that those watch hours actually do clock up and that you're finding an audience? And that is where versioning is actually extremely helpful. It's also incredibly efficient because you can take – 
another look at your 10-minute video and if you just pinpoint a few key sections that really pack a punch, you know, the key quotes, a few quick words, maybe five or 15-second grabs, or maybe it's five two-minute blocks, whatever it is, you can carve up that 10-minute video into all different shapes and all different durations. As long as it's captivating and they make sense as a little standalone snippet, you've got great videos that you can share across all your different social media platforms. So the way you can best do this is just ask your video editor and perhaps that's you or perhaps you're outsourcing it and you get them to version those grabs into individual micro films. And, you know, you could even with some editors, you don't even have to make the selections yourself. You can simply hand over the video and say, can you slice and dice this into some really great little Instagram videos or, you know, um, wherever your audience is actually hanging out online and tailor that content for that platform. And any competent video editor who knows their way around something like Premiere Pro or any of the, um, you know, current software programs, (laughs) You don't have to hire any whiz-bang special effects artists to do this. I guess what I'm saying is it's actually very simple and most video editors are going to be very proficient in creating this type of content for you. And now you can take those little films, we call them micro-content but you can call them micro films, you can call them mini films, you can call them snippets. I've even heard them called vignettes. So you can share those across all the various online platforms that your audience is on. And if you researched your audience before you rolled camera on your awesome video, you'll already know exactly where your audience is and where they consume their content. And just be mindful that while your audience might frequent LinkedIn and Instagram, Those two social platforms have distinctly different specifications. So one of your two-minute micro films might be perfect on LinkedIn, but something under a minute is going to be more suited to Instagram. And your video editor is probably going to be able to help you figure out, you know, what duration of video should be best on which platform. But you can also find heaps of information on the latest specs, which do change quite regularly. So you can check out something like Sprout Social because they have often got up-to-date um, information on which platforms are preferring which types of durations. I can put a link in the show notes for you for that. And if you haven't done the audience research bit, stop right here because before you go any further, can I suggest checking out our online course that's all about defining your ideal audience? It's a huge saviour if you're serious about seeing those watch hours spike Audience is everything. You have to know who you're talking to. You have to know what they care about. And once you know that, you can create amazing content and tailor it directly for them, which is going to increase your ability to reach your audience dramatically. So can't express how important knowing who your audience is. And I've created an entire course called Defining Your Ideal Audience to help you sort that out. So again, I'll put the link in the show notes so that you can find that. And also, if I've piqued your interest a bit more and you want to know more about versioning, you can find more in the Moonshine Moonshot series, which is what you're listening to at the moment, because in series one on episode 13, we actually did an entire episode 
exclusively about versioning. So again, I will put the link to that in the show notes, but you can just find it on whatever podcast app you're looking on at the moment. It was episode 13. Okay, so moving on, I'm going to go on to tip number two now, which is about written content. Make sure you get the written content spot on. So don't fret, you don't need to be a Pulitzer Prize winning novelist to bang out some written content for your video, but you will need to invest a little bit of time to make sure what you're writing is actually saying something because words matter, even when the subject is video. That's right, even when you create a video, you're still going to have to do a little bit of written content. So to begin with, you'll need to do some research on the right title because if you don't have a title that engages people and makes them want to click straight away, you will lose them. Your title is the headline. It is what's going to grab people's attention. And a title also needs to be searchable. So imagine yourself sitting down on YouTube or Google or wherever you are and you're searching for something and you type in those little words like, how do I create a great video title? And that is probably the best title you could choose if that was the topic you were going to be speaking about in your video. So no one's, because if no one's searching for your title, they're going to seriously struggle to find it amongst all of the other videos out there and your video deserves to be found. But people are just not going to find it if you don't have a title that they're searching for. So the good news is it's actually very simple to find out if your title is search worthy just by having a peek around on YouTube. I did this this morning, in fact, for our uh, next video that we're producing for this series, just to make sure that, you know, it's going to be discoverable. So if you're thinking that your title brings up results and then it will help you work out if anyone's even looking for those words or if there's too much competition, this is a really important factor. So if you search for something and you find, you know, seven or eight other videos with that title, but they've got less than, you know, 50 views, then that's not something that people are really searching for. So you might want to either think about a new topic or think about a more interesting title that is getting views. So if you put in a title and it's suddenly showing up videos that have got 2,000, 10,000, 100,000 views, you're going to be pretty confident that that is something people are searching for. So that's just a good rule of thumb for you while you're at that part of the research. So let me think about this for a minute. So here's an example. If you choose a title and then you search for it on YouTube and you find four videos with similar titles, but they only have 30 views, 200 views, or even 400 views, and have been published for over a year or so, that is a good sign no one is searching for that search term or idea. The other thing that could happen is that the video title search brings up videos with thousands of videos views, and in they've only been up for a very short amount of time. And so that's good competition for that search term. So this is good and not so good for you because the topic is something that people really want to be seeing, but it's not so good because they're likely to click on a video with a lot of views because that's social proof that, you know, other people are watching it. So you kind of, in a best case scenario, you want to land somewhere in between. You want to land within videos that have got a decent amount of views, but not an extraordinary amount of views. And then once you find a title that sort of meets that, you know, 
you're not trying to compete with Mr. Beast in that scenario, so you can have a much better shot. Um, and then, you know, you've got to use tricks like great thumbnails and a description. And the description is where the writing also helps. And you need to put in some um, searchable terms or keywords, people like to call them, um, so that, you know, your video is discoverable. And if you're getting really serious about this, there's heaps of handy plugins, like one that I've just recently discovered called VidIQ, which is V-I-D-I-Q. And it's literally designed to boost your YouTube views. I'm just using the free version while I check it out. And it's been really, really helpful with the search word recommendations and just giving me the um, background analytics. And so, you know, that's plenty of other ones out there as well. That's just one that I've been using um, and I'm finding it really great. So give that one a go. So here we go, the last tip. And this one may surprise you. The last tip if you want to master video marketing is embrace QR codes. I know, isn't it funny that something that was so daggy in 2015 and people just had no idea how to use them, phones wouldn't even, you know, you had to download an entire app just for a QR code. And now it's something that is so hot that everybody can do it. My grandmother could do it. You know, QR codes have had such a glow up in the pandemic era and they're quite literally everywhere. Can you even remember the last time you walked into a store without using one? Well, if you're in Australia, then frankly, they're in every single shop. And until recently, you had to check in just to walk into 7-Eleven. So they're part of everyday life now. And it's a great thing for video marketers. Why? Well, because if you think of your QR code and you link your video to that QR code, boom, it's in the palm of your audience's hand and they're watching it immediately. So what do you need to pull it off? Firstly, you need a great video. And the second thing is you need a marketing campaign asset like a poster or a brochure or a flyer that relates to your video content so that it's actually somewhere people can click on it to access the video. So you create the QR code linking to your video from a site, which, you know, I'll put a suggested site in the notes for you. Um, And you can include it in the artwork that you're um, creating that you can um, put the QR code onto, like a movie poster. Perfect example. So ta-da, now you're giving your readers a visual experience by including a QR code to your video. Look, you're already a master video marketer. Incredible. It's only been a few minutes. So let's go over these three tips one more time. The top three tips to help you master your video marketing and get your video watched again and again. They are one, versioning. Make lots of different durations for the various platforms out of the one video, the hero video that you make, and share all of them on all the platforms where your audience are hanging out. Second, write written content. Write written content. Obviously, you're going to write written content. Create the written content. Create searchable titles or create a searchable title and a video description to help people select your video over all the other videos. And the third thing, QR codes, well, because people know how to use them now. And that's it. You're all over it. Bravo. 
But if you do need some more help, it's no problem. There's tips and more in the episodes of the Moonshine Moonshot series. You can find them all on your preferred podcast platform. And please subscribe because it helps me to know that you like what you're hearing and it'll help me make more content suited to you. And, you know, shameless plug, just whatever platform that you're on, please just hit subscribe. So I'm going to speak to you next time because I'm going to be talking all about the recipe for great video communications. Yes, you heard me. All you baking folks out there, there is also a recipe for a great video and I'm going to share it with you, measurements and alls. So stay tuned for Series 2, Episode 3 of the Moonshine Moonshot Podcast. I'm Sue Collins. Thank you for joining me.